You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in on a Wednesday edition of the podcast. Hope you all are doing fantastic. A lot to get to ahead on today's show. A very BYU Hoops heavy edition as we recap BYU, both the men's and women's hoops program battling to the bitter end, but coming up short in their quest for a West Coast Conference Tournament Championship. The men's team falling by 10 to Gonzaga. The women's team losing just agonizingly by one point. We'll break down both of those losses for BYU. Let you hear from Mark Pope and Alex Barcelo after their loss. Speaking of the men's team last night, they spoke to the media and have some thoughts on that. We'll let you hear from. And of course, we will catch you up on everything else going on in BYU sports news. Been a busy week to this point. Haven't had a chance to touch on some of the news and notes involving other programs in the BYU athletic department that we'll catch up on today's show ahead as well. So let's have some fun. Talk some BYU basketball and a whole lot more. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for March 10th. 2021. What's up, everybody? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking some time to join us on your daily podcast focused on all things BYU. Before we dive in here, another request for you guys, if you haven't done so already, hit that follow or subscribe button. That way you never miss an episode. And additionally, please leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts as well as a comment or two what you like about the show. Help us help you guys build out this community. We have a great fan base, a great listenership, and your guys' support in doing both of those things will help us continue to grow the Cougar nation team we've got here with the locked on cougars podcast all right starting off today's show let's talk some byu basketball the men's hoops program falls by the count of 88 to 78 in the west coast conference tournament final there in las vegas man despite it being a 10 point loss i thought byu came to play and absolutely threw haymaker after haymaker particularly in the first half of this game the second half, though, Gonzaga flexed their muscle. A 47-25 to second half lifts Gonzaga to the 10-point win. And BYU, man, had they been a little more consistent, had they not gone ice cold for a large, large, not a large, a large stretch of the second half from beyond the arc, this might have been a different ballgame because BYU in the first half shot nearly 70% from the field. They were absolutely lighting it up. For the game, the Cougars shot 46.3% from the field, 39.3% from beyond the arc. Uh, so it kind of goes to show you, I think BYU, they made, did they make nine three-pointers in the first half? If I'm not mistaken, it was a 53-point half. It was just absolutely marvelous. But then to come out and have uh, the clamps placed on you by Gonzaga, where they roll 22 extra points past you, 47-25 to 25 in the second half, it shows you just how good Gonzaga is. BYU shortened the bench in this game with an eight-man rotation. Trevin Nell led the Cougars with a career-high 20 points off of the bench. Uh, had he been able to continue the hot shooting streak he had in the first half, uh, like I said, this might have been a different game, but alas, BYU just could not get it done down the stretch. And uh, My overall takeaway is that BYU, they went toe-to-toe for 
good 36 of the 40 minutes in this ball game with the best basketball program in this country. There's a reason why Gonzaga is ranked number one. They're 26 and 0. They're going to be the top overall seed on Selection Sunday when the brackets come out. And BYU went toe to toe with them. So the Cougars, in my opinion, should take away plenty of confidence knowing, you know what, we can hang with the best. Our efforts in this type of a game against the best team, yeah, they may have come up short, but against a lot of other programs, BYU's got to feel confident in their chances to go and win at least one game, I feel like, in the NCAA tournament. Obviously, you're going to get past the disappointing nature of the loss. There's no doubt about that because you never want to lose games. It's now going to be 21 years since BYU has won a conference tournament uh, title when they come into next season. And obviously, you can, you'll hear in a little bit, Mark Pope was very, very, down just you could tell that this game meant a lot to him he wanted to win a conference tournament title he wanted this team to have a winning note to go into the NCAA tournament on and uh, man for a good chunk of this game you felt like okay BYU's got a chance here but unfortunately they come up short Alex Barcelo for his efforts added 15 points uh, really I thought hit some big shots and critical moments but just could not get it done down the stretch Brandon Aver at 11 points 13 points from Matt Harms and 11 points for Gideon George and funny enough had you told me that BYU was going to have five guys in double figures in tonight's game I would have said well they're going to be right there in the mix and they absolutely were it just shows you how good the dominance of Gonzaga that they were able to roll to a 10-point victory despite BYU just trying to land knockout punch after knockout punch. So, you know what? I'm expecting Gonzaga to go very deep in the NCAA tournament. They're trying to match that famous Indiana team from the mid-1970s. The only team to have won an NCAA tournament title, or the last team to have won an NCAA tournament title, with a perfect record. Uh, they got six more games if Gonzaga's going to pull it off. But, like I said, it's going to be interesting to see how BYU does as they look towards the NCAA tournament. I think they should take plenty of confidence away from this game because they have nothing to hang their head about. They absolutely went toe-to-toe with Gonzaga. Had their shooting, and obviously the law of averages bore out in this game because BYU can't sustain 70% shooting in a college basketball game or pretty much any basketball game. The second half caught up with them, and Gonzaga rolled to the victory. They were the more consistent team in the second half, a 41-point first half, 47-point second half. That's the definition of consistency versus BYU 53 in the first half 25 in the second half that's a little more inconsistent but the law of averages caught up with BYU they competed hard they played good defense I thought Matt Harms had a lot of good moments on the defensive side of the basketball Gideon George had his moments as well the rebounding for BYU was encouraging I thought in this game I think actually it was just a one uh, rebound difference between the teams Gonzaga had 36 BYU had 35 I know people want to point to the free throw disparity BYU got 7 free throws versus the 27 shot by Gonzaga. I felt honestly like the officiating in this game stayed out of the way. I am a fan of officials who just let the game flow and yes, if there is something that needs to be called you call it, but you do not make it about you. We saw that against Pepperdine two nights ago where the ref show was the main attraction in that game. I felt like this West Coast Conference Tournament Final was actually pretty fairly officiated in my opinion. Your opinion may vary and I I welcome your guys' thoughts on the matter, but I felt like the officials stayed out, of, stayed out of the way for the most part, and Gonzaga won this game. They won, won it going away, and 
You wish them nothing but the best. It's tough to beat a team three times in a row, but they did it. And I got to tip my cap to Gonzaga. I think that what the Bulldogs have built, Mark Few in particular has built, he's just doing some marvelous things. Greg Rebell noted last night going into the game, he was a cool 500 games over a career 500 average as a coach, like 524 to 124 as a head coach at Gonzaga. Mark Few is having one of the legendary coaching careers in college hoops and Here's hoping that uh, Gonzaga can go out and strike some fear into the heart of the rest of the basketball uh, powers that be, win the national title, and bring some more respect home to the West Coast Conference. But nonetheless, this is not a Gonzaga podcast. I do want to give BYU props because these guys came to fight. They expected this was going to be an absolute grinder of a game. They came out and started with to a flying start because you remember the last two times that BYU played Gonzaga, what, four and five minutes in, they were completely out of the game. That that was the fear, and BYU refused to let that happen, and I give them credit for that. Now they turn their attention away where they will be seated in the NCAA tournament this coming Sunday. Then, of course, they'll hop on a plane and travel to Indianapolis, play in the state of Indiana this year where they're pl- creating kind of that, what do they call it, a statewide bubble, essentially, for the NCAA tournament. And I'm looking forward to it, folks. I'm very excited to see BYU get their opportunity in the NCAA tournament. It's fun to think that the NCAA tournament is going to happen this year because remember last year, what, we're on we're March 10th. So March 9th, a year ago yesterday, Rudy Gobert famously touched all the microphones at the Zions Bank basketball facility. Two days later, speaking of tomorrow, is the year anniversary of the Utah Jazz and Oklahoma City Thunder having their game paused just before t- off due to Rudy Gobert testing positive for COVID-19. And folks, it has been 364 days and it has been a wild, wild 364 days. The good news is I think we have navigated the worst of this global pandemic and now we can look forward to an NCAA tournament upcoming. And I'm expecting the BYU men's basketball program. They're going to be a dark horse, I think, for some people who watched them compete as well as they did against Gonzaga. Now, a word on the BYU women's basketball program. Man, what a heartbreaking loss. The Cougars just absolutely were taking control of this game. It was a really low-scoring game. Ended up a 43-42 final for Gonzaga. They win it on the final shot of the game. Just a heartbreaker of a loss for Jeff Judkins and his team. The issue is now, BYU, if they wanted to seal up, of course, that automatic berth into the NCAA Women's Tournament, well, you needed to win this game. Now, BYU is firmly on the bubble. We'll have to wait and see what happens with the selection show for the Women's Tournament. The Cougars sit sit at 18 and five on the women's side of things I think they're capable or uh, I think they're an NCAA tournament caliber squad but I don't make the decisions obviously the West Coast Conference and men's and women's hoops are seen completely differently Uh, Gonzaga obviously 23 and 3 they have won the automatic bid they were already going to be an at-large team but BYU now has to kind of sweat things out until the NCAA tournament and that's just it's a heartbreaking heartbreaking loss if you're the BYU women's hoops program because they played well they essentially what the BYU men's team did to Gonzaga on the on in the men's final. Well, the BYU women's team, they controlled the action in this contest. The BYU held a 
22 to 13 lead at halftime. And then Gonzaga comes back with a 30 point second half, outscores BYU 16 to 6 in the fourth quarter to win it 43 to 42. Just the definition of agonizing, narrow loss that is going to stick with this team, but hopefully they can bottle it up that frustration from that last second loss and take it into the postseason. And I'm fingers crossed that the women's team gets their crack at the NCAA tournament because they wholeheartedly deserve it in my opinion Shaylee Gonzalez could really become I think a starlet if she gets her opportunity in the on the big stage with the NCAA tournament Paisley Johnson also Lauren Gustin uh, just so many good players from this BYU women's basketball program that deserve their opportunity on the biggest stage as well and here's hoping that we hear both teams have their names called on selection Sunday or in those upcoming selection shows for the NCAA men's and women's tournaments all right coming up here in just a moment I want to let you guys hear this. I don't do this very often, but I want to let you guys hear how much this loss for the BYU men's basketball program against Gonzaga took out of them. Mark Pope and Alex Barcelo talked to the media last night after the game. I'm going to let you hear the entirety of their comments. Like I said, I don't do this very often on this podcast. Those of you who are longtime listeners know that I kind of prefer to cut things up, but I just felt like the raw emotion in last night's post-game press conference, it was worth hearing, and I will let you guys hear that here momentarily. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends over at Manscaped. Folks, if you guys remember listening to Manscaped ads in the past, let's have some fun. This tournament season, take care of your baskets and balls with the best tools for the job. We're talking about our sponsors, Manscaped, the global leaders in male grooming from head to toe. When the clock winds down in March, be clutch and avoid the upset with the Manscaped performance package to keep all your hair and holes tamed. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the Manscaped movement start taking care of your balls today with 20% off and free shipping by going to manscaped.com and using the promo code locked on NCAA for our exclusive offer. I got a problem with nose hair. I hate my nose hair being ripped out, but it is a necessary evil. Included in this package is the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer. It provides proprietary skin safe technology which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Look fellas, 79% of our partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff why not use the best tools for the job here get the performance package now to receive their two free gifts the manscaped boxers and the shed travel bag talk about comfort they also want to help you guys out including with their crop mop wipes cool and refreshing wipes for your peak male hygiene and extra care where it matters most folks get that 20 percent off from free shipping once again with the promo code locked on ncaa at manscaped.com thank you manscaped for making us look sexy during the upcoming big dance continuing with our March Madness theme here on the podcast. We've been telling you about Built Bar for years now. It is the best tasting protein bar on the market. Built Bar is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing taste protein bar and they are trying to determine who is the greatest of all of the Built Bars. They are doing a bracket. It's called the Built Bar Bracket. You can go to BuiltBar.com. Make sure you vote on this. You also can do it on social media by following them on Twitter at Bar underscore Built. Guys, today's matchup features two heavyweight 
matchups with German chocolate taking on salted caramel and then Mocha Love against white chocolate birthday cake. I have got two heavy favorites in this one. I think that German chocolate is absolutely going to demolish salted caramel and then I think white chocolate birthday cake. Really an underrated flavor. That one should win over Mocha Love, but we'll have to wait and see. You guys can have your say. I have voted myself. Get over to BuiltBar.com. Check it out. Cast your votes. Also, while you're there, check out all the different flavors they have available of Built Bar and use the promo code LOCKEDON20 to save yourself 20% on your next order at BuiltBar.com. It's all courtesy of Built Bar. They want to have some fun this March and you guys can save some significant money by using that promo code LOCKEDON20 when you get there to vote on your bars and also make that order. So once again, promo code LOCKEDON20 at BuiltBar.com. Cast your votes now. That's all courtesy of our friends at Built Bar. Proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I think most of you listening to this podcast have probably heard me talk about this, but I want to encourage you guys to check out the Locked On Today podcast. It is 20 minutes or less, your daily source for all the big sports news, the biggest topics, news stories, whatever you need to know in 20 minutes or less. It's hosted by Peter Bukowski. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and it is available wherever you get your podcasts. I listen to it every single morning. would encourage you guys to make sure that you incorporate it into your daily routine as well. All right. You guys know that Mark Pope is a pretty, uh, how do I say it, an emotional dude. He wears his emotions on his sleeve. And this loss, speaking of the loss of the Gonzaga Bulldogs last night in the West Coast Conference Tournament Final, it had him down, plain and simple. As I said, I don't play often full raw media sessions, but I wanted you guys to hear from both Mark Pope as well as senior guard Alex Barcelo after that loss. I felt like the raw emotion in what they were talking about I think you're going to take away that this team is devastated to have lost that game against Gonzaga, but they will draw confidence as they try and build off of that going into the postseason. So without further ado, here you go. Mark Pope and Alex Barcelo speaking to the media shortly after their loss to Gonzaga last night. Gonzaga is a great team. Um, super, uh, you know, congratulations to them for uh, you know winning this tournament championship. Um, they're clearly super talented and well coached and they did um they did everything they needed to do to win i couldn't be more proud of my guys um you know um they they um we addressed a lot of the concerns that we had coming to the game our guys um addressed them really well we just couldn't quite get it done so um just super disappointing but um but but Really proud of our team and proud of our guys. Jeff, go ahead with the first question. Could you just talk about uh, how good Jalen Suggs is and might become someday? What were your impressions of him tonight? Yeah, he's a really talented player. He's a good leader. He's um, he's invested in making the right play. Um, he's long and athletic. Um, we challenged him to make some shots in the second half, and he did. Um, so he's a he's a he's a terrific terrific player. Jake, go ahead. Yeah, Coach Pope, Jake Hatch here from the Zone. I wanted to ask you about Trevin Nell. A career high twenty points in this game. Do you think he can draw some confidence from this and carry that forward on into the postseason here? Yeah, you know, Trevin is not lacking for confidence. He had a he had a great night for us. He was really solid on the defensive end and. He made shots for us, uh, you know, and Gonzaga was kind of searching with the press and the 1-3-1, and 
Um, it left some opportunities for him to make shots. He did a nice job running the floor in transition, and our guys did a nice job finding him. And um, you know, like everybody on our team, he could step up and and um, make big plays for us. He did tonight. Mitch, go ahead. What do you feel caused the the offense to kind of go sideways a little bit in the second half? Um, I, I felt like we, you know. Um, you know, credit to Gonzaga for, for uh, putting some pressure on us. I felt like we were uh, trying to manage a little bit of um, fatigue, a little bit of uh, running out of gas, a little bit. Um, so it's a combination of those two things I thought was significant. We, we got some some really, really good looks that we were really happy with. And, um, you know, the ball didn't bounce our way a little bit. Um, that's something that we, we will improve on and grow on. Uh, I felt like our guys executed um, really, really well. Guys took it upon themselves. I mean, for our team to be an eight-turnover team for the course of a game is is pretty remarkable. Um, and and you know we we just um, we just couldn't get to get the ball to fall. Some some really really terrific looks from inches away and, and some open looks from three and um, and so you know it's sometimes the game treats you like that and it certainly does tonight. Um, so I don't have much better answer than that. Sean, go ahead. Yeah, coach. Um, that first half was a about as perfect as, as you guys maybe could have played. And I'm sure you're seeing all the little imperfections and whatnot, but it was an incredible first half. Does that maybe just speak to how good the Zags are uh, of being able to kind of absorb what you guys did and, and overcome it, I guess? Yeah, I mean, they're the number one ranked team in the country. They're really good. They're undefeated this season, so they're really good. Um, and so, you know, credit them. Uh, you know, they played a great game and they competed the whole way. So um, they, they do a terrific job and and they're really good. I don't think there's anybody that's debating that. Even though you lost the game, I'm wondering, Alex, if you felt like this shows you what you guys are capable of doing in the postseason. Definitely. I mean, <clears throat> I thought we started out great. Our mindset was great coming into the game. Um, you know, playing them for the third time, it's it's hard to beat a team three times. And, uh, I mean, we, we knew that, you know, if any team's going to beat them, we were the team. And uh, uh, we were locked in on scout. Um, we got our bodies feeling as, as great as they could be coming into this game, coming out of last night. Um, guys were really focused. Um, we were together. We were focused on being physical. We were focused on rebounding. And, uh, I mean, they were – Gonzaga responded in the second half. We, we had a really good first half, and then uh, some shots didn't fall for us. We didn't grab a couple rebounds in the second half, and, and Gonzaga pulled away. Norma, go ahead. Yeah, Alex, at the start of the season, there was a lot of talk about how this team would be able to follow up last team's performance, especially with the loss of the three big seniors. How would you compare this year's team to last year? And uh, moving forward, like what will you guys be able to provide in the NCAA tournament? Definitely two different teams, um, both great teams. Uh, this year's team, you know, we, we crashed the glass really hard. I think we're a lot more physical, um, you know, but we're, but at the same time, we're two different teams and, and we, we got our we got our strengths and we also got our weaknesses and that's what we're going to go back to, to Provo and, and work on and watch film and just try to get better leading up to this NCAA tournament. Darnell, let's try again. Yeah, Alex, what was that first half like when you guys were putting together those runs and making shots? And then down the stretch, it was tied at 71. What were we trying to get accomplished there? Um, you know, at the beginning, I thought we played with great composure. Uh, 
clearly Gonzaga started putting more pressure on us and uh, we were just trying to continue to get to the second third side we were trying to punch it in our bigs our bigs were doing a great job being physical in the first half and um, you know we, we hit a couple shots in the first half and the ball just didn't bounce our way in the second half and um, you know we just tried to keep battling we tried to keep battling on the offensive end um, doing what we do and uh, the Gonzaga just put pressure on us and um, they made a run. There you go, Mark Pope, and then Alex Barcelo speaking to the media last night, and you can tell how much this loss hurt them, especially Coach Pope. Uh, he looked despondent uh, on the media call, and he's not a guy who I think uh, is going to uh, mope for too long. He is usually one of those happy-go-lucky guys, really loves what he does, but you can tell that this loss took a lot out of him. The hope is, yes, that they can build off of this, take some motivation from it, and carry that into the postseason upcoming with the NCAA tournament, but man, I I felt like the raw emotion of that media session, I felt like you guys, our listeners, probably could draw something from that, and hopefully you guys enjoyed that, and hopefully, like I said, this is something that kind of galvanizes this team. They realize, you know what, there's some good things that come out of this loss against Gonzaga. Now let's go and make some noise in March Madness, make a run to the Sweet 16 or something like that, and really prove ourselves on that stage. All right, coming up here momentarily, we'll wrap up today's podcast, catch up on some of the news and notes involving BYU sports that we have not had a chance to touch on yet this week. It's been a huge, busy week so far. The crazy thing is we're only halfway through it, but you know what? We'll catch up on everything else nonetheless coming up here momentarily. Today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends at Bet Online, folks. They are the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football, obviously, in the rearview mirror, but NBA basketball restarts tonight. College hoops underway, obviously. The March Madness is coming up, and NHL hockey is in full swing. Golf is out there. Bet Online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV, folks. So no matter what you want to bet on, Bet Online has it for you guys. They have props on almost anything you can imagine. And if you don't see it on their website, ask them. They'd be happy to help you guys out and get you the odds for whatever you're looking for. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best place to place your bets. And by the way, it's free to sign up. All you got to do is go over to betonline.ag, use your mobile device or use your browser, no matter what it is, to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus when you make your first deposit by using the promo code Locked On. Yes, 50% added on to whatever you deposit with that first deposit using the promo code Locked On. It's all courtesy of our friends at Bet Online. They want you guys to have a good experience. Once again, promo code Locked On at betonline.ag when you make that first deposit and enjoy that 50% welcome bonus courtesy of Bet Online. Your online sportsbook experts. Folks, you had a chance to see one of the top five NBA draft prospects last night when Jalen Suggs lit it up and won it down the stretch for Gonzaga over the BYU basketball program. Well, how much do you really know about him and other potential stars of tomorrow in the NBA like Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley? If you want to know more, you need to subscribe to the Locked On NBA Draft podcast. Prospect scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, full coverage of March Madness, four days a week from credentialed draft experts. Subscribe today and follow locked on NBA draft get it wherever you get your podcast guys Jalen Suggs 
he's going to be a really highly drafted prospect, and you saw that on full display last night against Gonzaga. All right, a couple of notes here before we go here on a Wednesday edition of the show. First things first, uh, happy trails and a huge thank you to longtime BYU football equipment manager Mick Hill. He is retired, retiring after 39 years on the job. Uh, he's been a fixture around the BYU football program. Many, many stories have been shared with me by multiple former players about their relationship with Mick Hill. Uh, he's one of those guys that's legendary in BYU football history, like Floyd Johnson. And the cool thing about this is to honor both of those legendary uh, faces and names in BYU football, they have now named it the Mick Hill and Floyd Johnson Equipment Room down there at Brigham Young University. That's a well-deserved honor. Uh, Mick Hill is going to travel the country, it sounds like, and visit his family. His kids are spread out all over the place. He says he wants to go visit them. He's had an incredible run. Uh, Billy Nixon will carry things on here as the new equipment manager, part of the player experience uh, team that they now are kind of branding this. It's no longer just the equipment team. They're called the player experience management team. That's what it is. Player experience management team. And Billy Nixon will lead that group forward. But... Mick Hill, he deserves a lot of credit and just a huge thank you for all of his many years of service helping out the BYU football program. Man, nearly four decades in that position, uh, working with Nike and just all these other providers, Shut, Riddell, man, so many different things. But you know what? Nonetheless, happy trails to Mick Hill, and hopefully he is not a face that we don't see around BYU because he's been a fixture for too long that I think he will still be around the program and be visiting very often. Other news and notes to touch on today. Uh, BYU, if you wanted to watch the BYU Pro Day, I think many people out there, yours truly included, wanted BYU TV to put it on TV. Well, guess what? Get out of the way, BYU TV. How about the NFL Network? Yes, uh, of course, the NFL Network is going to be televising Pro Days from some of the top prospects. And well, Zach Wilson, a top five caliber quarterback is going to be featured prominently. BYU's Pro Day will be part of coverage coverage of BYU's Pro Day on March 26th. Let me get out of my own way there. We'll be on the NFL Network. There will be a primetime replay at 6 o'clock Mountain Time. Uh, Live coverage, I believe, begins at 11 a.m. I know that the focus will be on Wilson, him throwing, running whatever drills they ask him to run, uh, whatever weightlifting stuff they happen to have him do, whatever that is. That's going to be the featured thing, but the nice part is I think there will be other guys, Brady Christensen, Dax Milne, Isaiah Kafusi, etc., who will benefit from that exposure. And the hope is that the NFL Network can feature them heavily enough that maybe some NFL scouts who haven't had a chance to get eyes on certain guys can have an opportunity to do that. So some good news on that front, that it will be televised, speaking of BYU's Pro Day, just not with who we thought it might be with BYU TV, and instead the NFL Network coming to the rescue. All right, that's going to do it for this Wednesday edition of the show. I want you guys to send in your questions now, though, if you're listening to this. We're going to do a Twitter Thursday edition of the podcast answering your questions. Please submit them on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, at LockedOnCougars. You can use the hashtag L-O-C-A-M-A if you want, or hashtag L-O-C. No matter what it is, I'll find them. Send those in now. Also, you can send them to my personal Twitter feed, at Jacob C. Hatch, or email them in, LockedOnBY 
BYU at gmail.com, and we will address those as many as we possibly can in tomorrow's edition of the podcast. That'll do it. A big thank you once again for your support of the show, as always. I hope you guys have a great Wednesday, and of course, we're getting ready for NCAA tournament time coming up. Still a lot to cover this week on the Locked On Cougars podcast. So join us again every single day as we talk all things BYU right here. All right, have a good one. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for March 10th, 2021, and we will talk to you guys manana.